A northerner from Huddersfield. A Londoner from London. <laughs> That's chuffing obvious. I'm Nat Richards. And I'm David Baker. And welcome to our sophisticated, civilised, refined... Oh, come off it. We're just two Brits in Oz. Having a laugh. Talking all things UK news. This is Aussie Pomcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Aussie Pomcast. We're back again after a week break because Nat, you just decided yeah. to go on holiday. Buggered off to New Zealand for a week. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, fair there enough. There was snow. It was awesome. But given that you didn't tell anyone, good time to let everybody know. Just subscribe and that way you'll know whether or not we're here. We're, we are here. You'll get an alert to say that we're back on again. And uh, You won't miss anything. You won't miss anything. All the important things. Well, Imagine g- if you missed any of this. I know. Like breaking news. Yeah, like this breaking news, yes. So we're going to do something a little bit different this week. We've got some breaking news. Um, it will date very quickly, but it's obviously worth talking about. Boris there Johnson. Bojo, on his way out. Well, come on. He's not, he he's not necessarily, uh, you know, as we've spoken if about it, If anything's got to be it, this has got to be it, right? Well, maybe. He's hemorrhaging staff now. Yeah, so the, the breaking news is that two of his key cabinet ministers have decided to resign. Um, they are Chancellor of the Exchequer, Rishi Sunak, and obviously Health Secretary uh, Sajid Javid. So they've both resigned. They're, they are big names in his cabinet. They've been mm-hmm. there since the beginning, essentially. So, you know, bit of a surprise. Um, obviously, the um, the Chancellor has decided to resign on the back of the fact that he said that we're no longer pulling in the same direction on the economy. So fairly big statement i would have thought yeah and yeah so that shows the dysfunction doesn't it when when your longest only youngest serving staff members bugger off and and it's not due to covid and it's not for a lifestyle change to go all the way through covid the pandemic and then just now's enough yeah not great look we've had enough and you know what is he gonna have had enough I don't know. He's like Teflon. He seems to survive everything, does Boris. Yep. I wouldn't be surprised if next week it's it's tomorrow's chip paper. But you know what? I, I, I do like like to think this is it now. Well, so there is there is a movement. I'll just mention it in passing. But there is a movement now to try and get a law passed that means that they can have a, no, a vote of no confidence again. Usually it's a year break that you have to wait. Mm-hmm. But they're trying to get it pushed through now. So there is Would a chance Would he survive another, happen. do you reckon? Probably not. But, you know, the, the funny thing about this is that a lot of people have actually come out and now backed him since the two resignations and I think they're doing that because they just know he won't go of his own volition so I yep. know, it's it's an interesting time in English politics and we'll see where that, that goes developing story we'll developing see how story. as is Wimbledon right now Wimbledon is developing it's ongoing sorry can I just ask you something have you noticed that Australian people say Wimbledon Wimb- I have Why noticed that Wimbledon? and they say everything's a shire like Yorkshire it's Yorkshire yeah yeah but I mean, that's kind of a bit more reasonable. It's definitely a, a D, not a T in Wimbledon. 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 Yeah, I have heard that anyway. a few times. Anyway, yes. Yeah. So you want See to talk you later, Australian viewers. Um, it's been nice yeah, knowing you. Know. <laughs> <laughs> Just a, a quick thing about Wimbledon. Um, first and foremost, Cameron Norrie, now into the semi-finals. Yep. Nice to have a Brit there. Uh, Kate and Wills at Wimbledon. Very nice to see them there. Kate's long been a tennis fan. We see a lot of her in the Royal Box. Um, she took Megan with her the other year, as you will. Not this year. Presumably. Not this year. Yeah. Not this year. Not happening. Uh, Kate and Wills were there together. I thought it was quite interesting, though, to see who they were sitting next to in the Royal Box. Oh, Tim Henman. Uh, yeah. You sure. remember him? Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, he's our. Our old favourite before someone came along and was actually good at tennis. So yeah. That's, yeah, he, he was Scottish when he loses and British when he wins, Andy Murray. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Tim Henman, come on, Tim. That's all anybody ever says to him, I'm sure. Uh, he's got an OBE. And did you know, now this surprised me when I did a bit of a Wikipedia on him, right? All right. He's 47. Okay. How old? I, I didn't even know he was 47. Like, that to me, like, he still looks like 12. Yeah, but when you just kind of think about it. 
for a little. Yeah, for it, it would make sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People get old. Yeah, exactly. In breaking he news. He was good 20 years ago. Yeah, he's in his but 40s. But Tim Henman. Oh, yeah. it was very nice to see him. I mean, I was, I was surprised it wasn't you. I thought you were going to say that next to him was Mark McGowan. The premier of now that would have been much more Australia. interesting because Mark McGowan is clearly after um, an OB of, of his own. <laughs> no, not that. Not that. <laughs> because he's trying to get them over here, right? Yes, yes, he's trying of to that. get Kate and Wells over to Perth. Um, he sent them a letter. Now it's a bit of a PR stunt because they're never going to take it on in that short notice. But when, wants them to come over here and see Aston Villa. Basically, Wills is a big Aston Villa fan. Obviously, a massive soccer fan. Uh, he's patron of the FA as mm-hmm. well. Um, so, I mean, it wouldn't be unusual for him to attend. But within two weeks' notice, probably not, not going to happen, Mr. McGowan. However, they've not responded to his request. Um, so, sorry, we're not going to see them over here. And as a colleague said to me the other day, I wouldn't go and watch Aston Villa if they were playing in my backyard. So. <laughs> we could say that sorry, because we're not Villa fans. Yeah, sorry, Villa fans. Um, <laughs> no, but it doesn't look like they're going to go. But, you know, it would have been nice to have them here. Would have been nice. I think they should put it on their calendar. I think they should uh, try and factor in a vi- yeah, visit to WA. They don't know what they're missing. It'd be nice to see these two have a quaker selfie. Um, <laughs> speaking of selfies, though, one person who didn't have to have a selfie. <laughs> one person who Shut didn't up. have Shut one. up. I thought that was quite good. Right. This lady, Camilla, Duchess of Cornwall, um, she has featured on the cover of Country Life magazine, which is a very prim and proper, your lovely ma- magazine. Your favourite magazine. A lovely well-to-do magazine. And uh, we've got lovely Camilla on there with her forget-me-nots and a Fitbit on her wrist, you might notice as well. Oh, yeah, I didn't yeah. notice that. Rolls wear Fitbits. Uh, that picture was taken by the Duchess of Cambridge herself, yeah. Kate. No. And there's been behind-the-scenes picture as well showing a picture of a picture, which means there was a photographer there, which baffles me even more, but a picture of Kate taking a picture of Camilla. So we can see Kate in action as a photographer. Wow, I think you just described the plot of Matrix. It's, I know. Me. I'm not, it's I'm like not sure what's mirrors and mirrors and mirrors. But, yeah, um, but um, I, look, I actually really like this. I think, you know, for a very long time, Camilla's kind of played... And I think she had to. She's played kind of second fiddle and she's sat in the background mm. and she's kind of kept herself to herself. And it's just actually just like a really nice shot of her. Yeah, very really nice. nice for her birthday. She's guest editor of the magazine. Mm. And nice to see Kate uh, taking photos How again. How many copies of Country Life did you get? I have not got any copies oh, of okay. Country Life. But, you know, I, it does look like a very nice magazine. Yes. I'm sure yep. it's worth the read. But there we go. Promoting the competition once again. <laughs> I don't think Country Life is our competition. Our competition, you never know, it might be. <laughs> but we've got about as many viewers. <laughs> anyway, we're not going to get Camilla. We're not going to get the Queen. And we're not going to get Kate and Wills out here. So it's all a bit grim. No one's getting the Queen at the moment. She's not no doing one's anything. getting the Queen. No, she's, she's scaled back her duties. And well, it's very sad. Anyway. Anyway. I've had enough on. of Royals. Let's mm. talk about something else, right? And so... I'm just going to go straight into this because I can't be bothered with Segway. <laughs> We've been messing them up <laughs> terribly. No selfies involved. Oh, Howard. Oh, look who it is. You remember him? Howard. Howard Brown. Love him. So anybody... Who gives you extra? Oh, wow. Do you remember that? Well, I remember a version of that. <laughs> oh, love him. I bet everybody sings that to him on the street. I bet he Probably never tires of it. I never tires of it. Because he looks like... I bet he absolutely loves I bet he's a lovely day. bloke. I bet he's lovely. I'd love to meet him, right? Howard. <laughs> anyway, so anybody that lived in England between the, you know, in the 90s and the noughties will know Howard is the man that was in all the Halifax adverts that yeah. just bombarded English television. Give for him a knighthood. 15, give him a knighthood yeah. for 15 years. Um, but he he's back in the news, not for 
necessarily good things. He's back in the no. news because he's had a had he a should retire. He, he has retired. Right, properly. Well, he doesn't work for Halifax anymore. I don't know what he does. No, so he hasn't worked there in in ten years. Apparently. Oh really? Uh, went to work in public relations for him for a little bit, but he used to be a, like a customer service person. I think back right. in the day, he did actually used to work for. Yeah, him, yeah. And he I was, was in the advert. Surprised by that. But, um, um, but he's had a crack at Halifax's latest mm. policy, which is. Pronouns on badges. Pronouns on badges, right? Mm, we've seen them on emails a lot. You do yep. see them on emails a lot in Australia, yep. uh, particularly among like you know young and hip um, millennial type companies. Um, you, you don't get it sort of. You don't really see it much from a bank, um, but um, in uh, Halifax they they're wanting to sort of spearhead that in the UK, and they've actually gone a step further to put it on their name badges now. So you've got your your name and your pronouns underneath. So like her, she, or you know he. Pronouns. Yeah. Yeah. That, you know, like un- underneath your <laughs> yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the whole idea is is just, you know, to, to be inclusive and whatnot, except they've gone a step further and they've said that anybody that doesn't agree with the company values is welcome to close their account. Yeah, I know. Now, I think they thought everybody would go, woohoo, that's a wonderful idea. There's been a huge backlash, though. Yeah. Massive. I, I mean, I think that there's two things about that. First, first things first, I'm just going to say that for him to, he came out and he said that he thinks it's a shocking policy and it and it does nothing but offend people absolute nonsense right mm. since when has Sorry, putting pronouns on a badge ever offended anybody i don't understand how that could be offensive yeah. and also like helps if you've got to write him a letter at some point yeah sure <laughs> but I've, of course you never know yeah i know every time i've been into the bank i just think i might have to send a letter to tracy but well, if anyway. you're visiting a bank then that's probably what you would like maybe, to do maybe. because you're not using online banking but, but, but yeah the reasoning for it and it's like the simplest reason and it's the best way of reasoning it they've just said ultimately we're just trying to avoid accidental um misgendering which mm. which is Entirely reasonable. Like for me as a customer, if I was to go into a bank and I was dealing with someone that was binary or transsexual or I w- like or gender non-binary, fluid, non-binary, yeah, non-binary. Sorry, um, I just want I just want to know because I don't want to embarrass myself or, or them. Obviously, basically, that's fundamentally yeah. it. And so, some people aren't bothered about that up north. They should be right. Yeah. Okay, but if you're not bothered about it, then the pronouns don't bother you, surely. Like as mm. in, I just don't understand how it could possibly be a problem. Like nah, it's not like it's not like they're ramming it down your throat. I mean, for God's sake, it's it's a, it's a few names on a badge, right? Get over it. I don't think Halifax needed to go as far as saying close your account if you don't agree with it. I think they should just have done it. Yeah, no, do but, it and move on. Well, no, no, oh, uh, yeah, maybe. But I actually really like that because I think if you've ever been involved in like a message with a company that you work for and you're kind of quite proud of that message and that you're you, you know you're trying to you're trying to bring about inclusivity or you're trying to do something interesting, you, you desperately want to put on Facebook, shut up, you know, <laughs> shut <laughs> so up, don't need you. Yeah, like they've just said, well, we don't need you. If you, if you have a problem with it, we don't need you. Upset a fair few people on social media, not surprisingly, because everything upsets yeah, everyone on social yeah, people media. People surnames. People saying... A fake profile photo. People saying it's virtue signalling. Yeah. Uh, that it's too woke. Uh, people saying that they will close their accounts. Uh, look, and Howard, what a shame. It's, it's, it, I just, he shouldn't, I wish he hadn't said anything. Yeah. Because I, I love I, Howard. I mean, to be honest, look, what has happened is someone's gone, I wonder what Har- Howard has to say about yeah, it. It's not like he's Giving him a call. And, yeah, he sent out and a press release. He was out on the lash yeah. when he got the call. <laughs> yeah, exactly. God bless him. Love you, Howard. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, just um, sticking on inclusivity, there was also mm-hmm. a big report that came out this week that basically found that, uh, basically found that the UK is probably lagging a lot on some of these issues. Yeah. I think it's... It's, it's by, not surprising, By the sounds it? of it, it's the North. <laughs> yeah. I say, judging by what my water <laughs> like, I can tell you it's probably the North end of the country. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, so there, there's actually quite a lot of things that they talked about in here. They talked about um, unisex bathrooms. They talked about, um, bizarrely, 25% of, of office workers in England don't want to see additional things in the canteen that suit vegans or other cultures. I'm a vegetarian, That's right? That bothers me. That's one of the maddest things that bothers you. That bothers me that they're not allow- of allowing course, it. yeah. I yeah. mean, how does it... I'm not either of those things, but the idea that I'd go... I mean, I'm not vegan. There's but, some options know. I don't want. Yeah, <laughs> don't eat it. Yeah, exactly. Don't how eat it, move on. Yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> it's mad. Anyway, so that's one of the things. But and, and do you know what? This, the, probably the most depressing thing about all of this is that we're lagging behind the US, which, let's be honest, yeah. right now... That is not good. They're not the pinnacle of who to follow, <laughs> are they? They're definitely not working the US, are no, they? Let's well, be honest. Apparently they are on this kind of stuff. But, but Piers um, Morgan on drugs over there. But one of the things is the unisex bathrooms. And I have to say... I. I, this one is a little also bit known more... as toilets to people up north. Okay, yeah, box. You only six box. Both box. Yeah, um, I, this is a little bit more complicated for me. So basically, this is lots of people saying. Uh, I think it's uh, four in ten do not want mm. uh, unisex bathrooms. Box, right? Yeah, and I, it's it's a bit complicated because I. I don't necessarily like them. I, I understand why we have to... You don't like them? No. What bothers you about them? Come on. Honestly, what, like... What, what, like this is just the same as the pronouns. Why does it bother you that they're the same as the vegan food? Why no, does it bother no, you no, that it's, it's there? No, because... Don't okay. use it. No, well, don't use it. So yes. I don't get to use the bathroom. No, but you can use... Oh, well, I, could go, I can go on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it does. That affects me. But anyway, the reason is... Okay. So there's also, uh, alongside this, there was also a report that found when swimming baths moved um, to single-sex, or sorry, unisex uh, changing rooms. They That's saw a bit different, but go on, yeah. It's a similar vibe though, right? Mm. It's fairly intimate. Involves okay. a lot of nakedness. Yeah, it involves genitalia. But yeah, they saw a rise in sexual assaults and they saw a rise in sexual harassment, right? Mm-hmm. And so my problem fundamentally is men, unfortunately. So men are the problem yeah. in all of this, unfortunately. Okay, and so the idea that we move to single sex to any anybody's welcome in the bathrooms is just a bit of a problem because some men are a problem. That, it's not that's always it. men, though. It's not it, always, it doesn't necessarily always have mainly to be mostly men. It's mostly men. That's not why he is. That's, that's the problem. So I think there's... But, of course, I want it to be... The lines to be blurred so that everybody feels comfortable when they go into the toilet. I, I hate the idea of someone going, I don't know which one to go into. I don't know where I'm... I fit in mm. here. It's so a simple task. It shouldn't be difficult. Exactly. I get what you're saying. So, yeah. So I think the solution... There will be a day, I think, where it's just not... Like, this is just not a thing. This well, is just not a discussion. No, hopefully. But, yeah, hopefully. But I think the solution is somewhere in between. And obviously there's some logistical problems, but I think they should have men's, females, gender neutral. Toys. Right. That, there we that's go. my suggestion. Anyway. Well, um, well, well... Uh, single sex toilet box might be on the decline so unfortunately at a lot of pubs I know. Um, this is a really sad story a number of pubs in England has hit a record well not massively surprising given the pandemic um, but interestingly very they- sad very sad it's, uh, I think I like to think that pub culture is a big part of what it's like to be British oh, well, we most, don't have anything else do we well really? no I mean we've got <laughs> crap weather we've got the football and we've got the pubs yeah. and this is really sad in a World Cup year as well when everybody want to go down the pub and watch the football over Christmas and it's sad that there's not going to be many as many places to go for a, a drink yeah I mean, so there's still a lot of pubs, yes. though. So it's the first time we've got under 40,000 40, pubs. <laughs> I mean, that means there's one it's every... It's a thing, though. You always have to have one within walking distance. Well, but I think that means there's one on average in every two square miles or something. That's so fine. 
Exactly. So you can not enough, in my not opinion. Enough. Yeah, yeah I want to be able to walk to the end of the street and see a pub. But That's the problem what you is, want. so it's not uh, remarkably most of these pubs actually made it through the pandemic. So it's not the pandemic mm. that's caused it. It's actually cost of living, increasing everything at the moment. So they obviously just can't get the labour, they can't get the goods, and obviously people just don't want to go and spend money in a pub at the moment. So yeah, well, people, it's the first thing you cut down on, isn't yeah. it? Your nights out, and uh, it's unfortunate. Yeah, not the booze. Not the no. You still get that, but you, you get st- a, yeah, you get tinnies in. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> get cans of from the co-op. Oh <laughs> but yeah, it's really sad, and I think you know, chat with your pub landlord, and you know, we've spoken about this yeah, before. You. But yeah, for it's you. a social thing. Yeah. It's where you go to catch up with your mates, and it's just really sad that that's got going out of the window and uh, uh, I'd it, will never, it will never go I don't want to see it all become trendy bars right I want to see yeah. proper good British pubs that's what we want it's really sad and look support your local pub I know that at my local back in England um, over Christmas when they were saying that potentially we might not be able to staff this mm. um, people were, were joining in and doing a couple hour shift like, everybody <laughs> were mucking themselves in. to bits yeah. you mean <laughs> <laughs> no you're going working behind the bar and I know of a pub actually in Huddersfield where there's a, an honesty box and you can put your own money in and people do it yeah honest- that, that's the remarkable thing in Yorkshire is people actually pay for the booze yeah. even though they don't have to honesty boxes aren't going to happen in London no they're I not promise you that now you're more likely to get stabbed over there <laughs> but the cost of living thing is a massive deal yeah. we keep talking about this but this is just outrageous we can't ignore this particular story <laughs> The, the, can't ignore this. This is the real problem. <laughs> I can't believe it's not butter as well. <laughs> um, well. I mean, a tub of Lurpak, £7.25 in Sainsbury's. That is an outrage. That's like $13. Mm. $13. Now, I have seen pictures floating around on this social media. This medias. is way more remarkable. This is, this is mental, right? People put, like shops, putting security tags on butter and cheese, like the ones that you get on your clothes, right? Yeah, I know what security You're worried about is. people, like the proper ones, like not just a sticker, like yeah. a proper big plastic thing right, over okay. your cheese, because people are nicking them, because yeah. they're worth so much. This is like the toilet paper thing, like on a different level. People like stocking up on butter. I tell you what, if you're... Well, they're not, they're not stocking up on butter. Well, maybe they did before it all happened. Maybe I someone... Mean, you'd have to have a lot of foresight tell you what, to if know you, the lower part If you're a doomsday prepper, point. now's your time to shine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you mean stockpiling butter and cheese. Well um, done, you. This is, uh, this is an absolute outrage. There's been reports of it being up to nine quid for a, a, a block of butter. Yeah, I know. And so and a lot of people having dry toast in Britain right now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but like, just everything is going up at the moment. There's mm. Some things are going up like... 10% overnight. So it's not even like a gradual problem that people yeah. are seeing. Is They're this now, a lot? Yeah. It's Over not, the cost of your shopping bill, yeah, it's a lot. So the average um, shopping bill has now gone up £40 per month. That's a lot, that. And That's a lot of money. Over here, this discussion is all about lettuce, and lettuce is costing a fortune. Over there, I mean, you can go without lettuce. <laughs> I mean, I mean, almost, almost anyone could go out like that like, apart from rabbits butter and cheese that's a staple in my opinion okay, that's right. <laughs> so you, just to make it clear you can go without lettuce but you can't go without lurpak can't, can't go without lurpak okay cool what's my lurpak it's good as well lurpak we'll, we'll add um, average price of a joint of beef has risen to £11.34 a kilogram that's why I'm vegetarian guys um, chicken is up to £3 a kilogram so it's expensive, basically. Yeah. Yep. Um, on so top of your fuel, on top yeah. of your mortgage, on top of the. So you can't yeah. drink and you can't eat. But apart Other from, than that? Apart from that, life's looking good, isn't it? <laughs> There's nowhere to even go to the pub. But, uh, but you can afford to go to the cinema, it seems. Apparently they can, yeah. yeah. Important things. And this is this particular story. It was talking about um, a TikTok craze. It's on the TikToks. And it's around Minions. Now, new movie that's come out. 
I actually don't mind minions. I think it's quite funny, right? Okay. But this annoys me because there's been people dressing up in suits, right? And suits. Suits. What a nightmare. And <laughs> that's not the outrage. <laughs> right, okay, sorry. And then going down the cinemas and cheering and making a racket while movies on. I mean, I'm sorry, I hate this kind of rubbish, right? Yeah. When I go to the cinemas, I want everybody to shut up with a popcorn. Yeah, so it's a few hours of peace and quiet. And especially for dads like yourself, you know, I'm sure you, you when if you, the rare occasion you get to go to the cinemas, it's a chance for a nap, probably for you. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to get a nap at these cinemas because these guys have been doing this thing called gentle minions where they dress up in suits, turn up at the cinemas and cheer about the fact that it's been five years since the last minions movie during like appropriate spots in the movie. And it's annoying everyone. But I, yeah, and I'm, I'm conscious about all of these kind of things when we talk about them, Stupid. that I sound like I'm the oldest man on the planet. You I are, but yeah. I don't understand the internet. <laughs> But uh, seriously, I just don't get it. I don't. I don't understand uh, why are they? Do- why are people doing it? What's the point? The uh, I don't know. It's I read, TikTok. I, it's, it's anything. TikTok. Anything, anything can happen. Goes, I, do honestly, it for likes. I read an article the other day that was trying to explain it and saying that it's a parody. It's actually a take on the corporate yeah, work. What? It's upsetting it's everybody just else. Teenagers just dressing in suits and annoying what people. Cinema I can't to give, what cinema to give thirteen hundred quid worth of refunds over this? Because if you're if you've disrupted someone at the cinema, like, you can actually go and say actually I want a refund because these idiots haven't been kicked out this is why we have to have security at the bloody cinema guys come on it's no wonder no one can make any bloody money in I mean, post pandemic because of these knobbers I mean <laughs> I mean, I actually, like when I when I first saw it I thought like and I didn't know that they were making a noise and they were doing the whole cheering thing mm. I actually thought it was just a group of lads going should we put on a suit and go to the cinema which is quite yeah, funny some cinemas have banned but, suits because of it oh, to know, try and preempt it so if you're like a formal dresser now is not your time to shine <laughs> no, yeah if you're a formal dresser and you're desperate to see Minions the kids show <laughs> then yeah, news yeah for you. call it a night yeah I'm, <laughs> What's the world coming to? Because <laughs> there's a lot of them in the UK. I'm sure everybody puts on a suit to go <laughs> to cinema. If you haven't been to the cinema or a suit, you don't know what you're no, doing. No, they're putting their hoodies on and their tracky pants. <laughs> <laughs> they are over here anyway. Ugg boots. Oh. Anyway, right. We've got to talk about the sports, haven't okay. we? The crickets. The this crickets. Is, this is your the thing. I know about as much as the crickets as uh, you know about the internet. So okay. go on. Off right. you go. Well, Off well, you go. I'll tell you who those are. That's Joe Root and that's Johnny Bairstow, right? Okay, uh, so Joe Root used to be our captain. He's no longer our captain. I know this. I'm and not since stupid. he's not our captain, we're the best team in the world. Uh, it's, right. it's remarkable, honestly. So Ben Stokes has become our... This is like, honestly, seven weeks ago. Ben Stokes comes in and becomes our captain. Mm-hmm. We take... Um, we take New Zealand's greatest player ever and make him our coach. And then all of a sudden we're playing baseball. We're, we're honestly, yeah, anyway, I can't be bothered to explain that to you. Don't. Yeah, okay. But anyway, we are now, honestly, it's just remarkable the, the turn of the English cricket team at the moment. We were losing to everybody and it was embarrassing and people weren't going. And now you can't get tickets because they're just absolutely hammering everybody. I might get on the bandwagon for this. Uh, yeah, they've, yep. honestly, in the okay. last... In the last three, in the last four tests, so they beat New Zealand three 0 and they've just beaten India yeah, to draw a test. But that's a long story. They've um, they've made three of the biggest run chases, that three of the top ten biggest run chases in our history, in four games underneath that partnership. This is it amazing? Nice work. Good to see someone doing half decent in uh, in Britain. Yeah, and it's also sports concern. In, term, in terms of sports as well, a reminder to people to kind of to watch tonight. So England are playing Austria in the beginning of the Euros. The Women's mm-hmm. Euros and it kicks off and it's all in England. Seventy thousand people sell out for that first game. They're 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 odds on to do very very well. They could win it, so get behind England. Yeah, it's going to be a fun Christmas this year, isn't it? With the World Cup, can't wait for I mean, it. That's a long time away. It's not. 
get your mince pies ready get your pints ready (laughs) it's on it's on and on that bombshell if you're still here thank you very much Uh, hopefully you're subscribed and hopefully you've got your alerts on so you can see us next week thank you very much thank you Aussie Pomcast is brought to you by the West Australian and Perth Now. Hosted by Natalie Richards and David Baker. Our producers are Kate Ryan and Natalie Bongiolo. You can find other podcasts produced by 7 West Media by searching for The West Australian wherever you get your podcasts.